This episode of Think Write Revise is brought to you by my virtual writing groups program, a series of weekly group coaching meetings that will help you stay accountable to your writing goals this upcoming term. Each virtual writing groups package includes weekly meetings, private coaching sessions with me on topics of your choice, access to my nine-part course on academic writing and publishing, and a lifetime membership to Prolific, my online community for academic writers. If you are ready to tackle your writing goals and have some fun along the way, I hope you'll join us. Groups for Spring 2019 start the week of April 1st, so check out the program today. You can learn more about the upcoming Virtual Writing Groups program or sign up to be notified about future offerings of the program at katielinder.org backslash virtual hyphen writings hyphen groups. You're listening to Think, Write, Revise, episode 100. Hey there, and welcome to Think, Write, Revise, a podcast that offers a peek behind the scenes of a productive writing life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I cannot believe that I am celebrating 100 episodes of Think, Write, Revise, formerly the anatomy of a book. Um, This particular part of the podcast started out as basically an audio journal of how things were going with me writing my third book. And I have since written my fourth book. Um, The third book has come out and it is available. Um, And I have been able to do so much exploration and reflection on my own writing and have just so much enjoyed sharing out various topics on this show. On today's 100th episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about mentoring other writers because this is something that I've really shifted to in my writing life. Um, And I thought I would talk about a lot of the different ways that I'm doing this. And one of them is through the podcast um, and talking about these different issues and topics that come up in an academic writing life. But I've really tried to create a lot of different spaces for this And part of the reason for that is um, as you gain more experience in any given area, people are going to start to seek you out. They're going to have questions. They're going to want to learn from your experience. And I think that one important thing to consider, um, and again, kind of depending on the different aspects of your career where you have more experience, is how can you create spaces to help people find you, to um, be sharing your expertise and the wisdom that you've picked up along the way about how to approach a particular thing. Um, And one of the things that's been really important for me as I've begun to mentor other writers is to try to create spaces where they have room to explore their own experiences with writing and to ask the questions that they think are the most important. So I really don't want to dictate um, in those spaces what I think um, should be done or the certain kind of tactics or strategies that I think those writers should use. I really want to offer kind of a plethora of options of what are the different kinds of things that someone could experiment with or try to see what's going to be the right fit for them. And this is where I see some kind of mentoring of writers go a little bit awry in that, um, and I especially hear this from people who are 
struggling with like dissertation advisors or um, people who are, especially in their graduate programs, where they're being told to do things a very specific way. And it's really shutting them down as writers. Um, And I think that's just really unfortunate that that happens in academic writing. And so this is why I really wanted to share some of the spaces that I'm trying to create to allow people to strengthen their relationships with their writing and to really feel more confident as writers. So I mentioned this podcast as one way of doing that. And one of the ways that I think um, that Think Right Revise is a kind of mentoring tool is that I do want to share my own experience. I do want to share kind of the ups and the downs of academic writing. But I also think it's important to have a voice that's out there that's talking about writing in a way that is mostly positive. Um, For the most part, I really enjoy writing. It's something that I think um, it's a relationship that I want to nurture that I have really enjoyed throughout most of my academic career. And I think a lot of the voices out there talking about academic writing are really more tinted toward the negative. And that's okay. I mean, everyone should kind of share what their experience is. But I feel like part of my mentoring role in the academic community is sharing that you can have a positive relationship with your writing, and that is possible. You can enjoy writing your dissertation. You can enjoy writing books and articles. Um, And there are ways to do that that you can um, really just get pleasure out of that relationship with your writing. So some of the other spaces that I've tried to create to mentor other writers um, definitely would include Prolific, which is my online community for academic writers. And that is a space where I really want people to feel that they can be honest about the struggles that they're having with academic writing, but also that they can share things like that they want to celebrate. And recently in that community, we had people celebrating um, that not just that they had like achieved their goals for the week, but that they've been asked to like co-edit a journal um, or that they had gotten their dissertation proposal approved, like pretty major milestones in an academic writing career. And it's so fun to be able to have a space that I can um, create and nurture where people are starting to meet each other and support each other and just have a more positive perspective about what the academic writing life can look like. And um, creating that has just been really fun. Now, of course, um, my writing groups fall into this category of mentoring other writers And I've also wanted to really focus those groups on creating kind of peer mentoring networks um, where you can learn from other people in the group and you're getting a little bit of that group coaching experience of not just hearing from me about, you know, different ideas of how you can move forward with your writing, but hearing from a lot of other people as well. And this is why I also make sure that anyone who comes through the writing groups gets a lifetime membership to Prolific because I want those relationships to continue um, after the writing groups have completed and people can still support each other and learn from each other in that space. Now, one of the things that I think was kind of unexpected about my current role um, directing a research unit is that there would be a lot of writing mentorship that came along with it. And um, I guess it makes a lot of sense, but it wasn't something that I was necessarily planning on. 
And because we're the primary writing and publication arm of Oregon State eCampus, there are a lot of people within the larger organization that come and talk with me and work with me on different projects that they're working on. And we've really been able to mentor um, a lot of different people who wouldn't necessarily have written otherwise. And we've asked them to kind of step up and share their expertise in a particular way through a collaborative writing project and even through some ghostwriting where we can kind of help people to get their ideas and um, knowledge into written form so that we can share it out in lots of different ways, um, in white papers, in blog posts, in um, reports that we're creating. So that's been a really um, interesting part of my work directing that research unit. And then, of course, there's the mentoring of my own staff. And I have staff that are incredibly experienced, and I definitely consider them peer mentors. We're learning from each other. But I also have staff that are um, less experienced when it comes to academic writing. And so it's been really enjoyable to um, see where they are, what questions they have, and how I can provide them with opportunities to really strengthen their writing skills and give them lots of different chances to try out different kinds of writing so that they can see what they like. Um, It has also been a really kind of unexpected pleasure to mentor other writers through being a series editor um, of the Thrive Online series with Stylus. And this in particular has been interesting because I am mentoring a lot of other writers at the book proposal stage, which is really fun because people are so excited about their ideas and they may just not quite be sure about how to pitch them. And so I've really enjoyed working with the people who are pitching proposals for that series to really get their book idea into a shape that we can send it out for review, that we can get some good feedback on it. Um, And eventually we put them under contract. And uh, a lot of the people I've worked with so far, it's like their first book. And they're so um, excited and grateful and a little bit scared of what it means to be um, writing that book. But it's been so fun, and I've really enjoyed working with those writers and helping to get their ideas into a shape that they can really communicate it well. Um, Another form of mentoring that I've been engaging with a lot recently, um, and I do consider this another form of peer mentoring, is co-authoring. And I learn so much from my co-authors. I love working with them. Um, I get to work with a a pretty wide range of people now um, and collaborating on a bunch of different projects. And I just value their feedback so much. And I love learning about the process that they use for revisions and collaboration and everything from, you know, the tools themselves or like the technologies that they're using for that to um, just their kind of philosophy around what it should look like um, has been such an enhancement to my own writing life. And I love sharing what I can with them as well. For the past several years, I've also been on a journal editing team um, for the International Journal for Academic Development. And I'm getting to the end of my um, term there. I'd actually extended my term to do some work with social media for that journal and getting to the point of rotating off. And it has been such an important part of my mentoring um, career with writing to learn about the back end of what happens with an academic journal and to talk with other colleagues on that editorial team about the best ways to nurture writers in our field. 
And um, the team is so intelligent and kind, and I've learned so much from working with that group of, um, of editors. And also, it's an international team. So I've learned a ton about um, how do you work with writers from all over the world in terms of um, nurturing their writing in a way that is kind of at the standard of what we would publish, but also accepting ideas that are just very different um, and that are very inclusive of a lot of the content that we want to see in an international journal. So the last way um, that I think mentoring other writers is kind of working for me right now is through private coaching with writing. And um, I think a lot of people who engage in private coaching around writing and publication are people who are wanting to increase their confidence in that. And typically they're drawn to coaching with me because they see that I have a pretty healthy relationship with my writing and that I am able to be productive because of that. And they want that. <laughs> they want that too. And so it's been really um, helpful for me to see how talking publicly about my relationship with my writing does draw people in. And it is a form of modeling and demonstration of what a good relationship with writing can look like and how it can impact things like productivity. It can boost your career. Um, and it can just kind of help you to feel better about yourself um, as an academic, as a writer, to feel more confident. And um, so that I feel like in some ways, the private coaching is kind of bringing a lot of these other things together in terms of allowing me to really help people to shift their perspective on their writing into a more positive space. So I'm excited to continue Think Right Revise past episode 100. There is so much to say about academic writing and publication. And um, now that we're at episode 100, I would love to hear from you about the kinds of things you'd love to hear me talk about on the show. So are there questions or issues or topics that I haven't had a chance to address yet that you definitely want me to discuss? please feel free to send in those topics. You can always tweet to me at katie double underscore linder. You can email me at contact at katielinder.work. You can connect with me on Instagram at katie underscore linder. Or you can always write me a letter at katie linder PO Box 1621 in Albany, Oregon 97321. Thank you so much for hanging around all the way through episode 100. It's such a milestone. I'm so happy and proud to have gotten this far, and I'm so glad you're here along the way. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Think, Write, Revise. Show notes and a transcript for this episode can be found at katielinder.work slash podcasts. Think, Write, Revise is part of the Radical Self-Trust podcast channel, a collection of content dedicated to helping you seek self-knowledge, nurture your superpowers, playfully experiment, live your core values with intention, practice loving kindness toward yourself and others, and settle into your life's purpose. Learn more about the RST channel at katielinder.work slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show in iTunes. Thanks for listening.